This is a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to fubarradio.com. Callum Nutswigan on Fubar Radio. Hello and welcome back to the Callum McSwiggin Show. Today I am joined by the absolute legends from Pussy Palace. I'm going to be joined by the lovely Dan shortly, but with me in the studio now is Aidan. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm amazing. Now, it's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you for having us. Because I feel like you're making some really, really important waves within the queer community right now. Um, do you want to give our lovely listeners who don't know about Pussy Palace a little bit of an overview about what you guys do and what you're trying to achieve? Sure, sure. Um, so Pussy Palace is a collective of DJs, of activists, of community organisers uh, that hold space for queer women, trans and non-binary people of colour. Um, the main thing that we do is run a club night once a month um, and that's been going for about four years. It started out as like a house party um, nice. by Sky and Nadine, who are the founders, um, just because they were sick of going out and getting harassed and all of the bullshit that comes along with yeah. uh, being a queer person in the world. Um, and so, yeah, the club night's been going for about four years. We've got our birthdays in November. Oh, so exciting. That'll be a four-year anniversary then. Um, and then, yeah, we kind of just pop up and do things here and there. Um, we started doing some workshops and some more, like, wholesome stuff. Um, more sober related stuff as well because we kind of want to create a space for queer people to commune people of colour to commune outside of the club I think that's really yeah. important because so much of queer culture completely revolves yeah, around like that it's like we've been shoved in that little box we're like okay you can have this yeah. it's like no we deserve we deserve we're not vampires we deserve to be in the daylight <laughs> as well yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. so have you been around from the beginning or did you get involved a little bit later Me, on no I've been around for the last let's say year and a half I kind of I just started going to the club nights yeah um because I saw it on Instagram and I was like, wow, this is me. These are my people. Um, and then, um, yeah, I kind of just started helping out with badge bitching. Uh, so we have a group of people that kind of just regularly attend the parties called badge bitches. Um, and kind of they are like a bit of a, a sex- bit of an extra set of eyes to help security um, because they know like the rest of the community. They know what the vibe yeah. is, what's up and who guess um, is not kind of uh, in accordance with that. So they can just um, flag stuff to the security and um, also be like a little, we say the bigger siblings of the parties. Yeah. um, I love that idea. That's so clever Mm -hmm. because I feel like you're adding that extra layer of like security, as you say. But it's also comforting to know that there's, you know, people who are so, I guess, engrossed in the community and people Mm -hmm. that you know are going to be there. That's that's lovely. Is that something that's original to Pussy Palace? Um, Yeah, I believe so. It's something that, yeah, Nadine and Sky started. um, And something Nadine always says is like... um, like the the club night and the dance floor doesn't have it can be an educational space and it can be like a friendly wholesome family environment as well and I think that's what the badge bitches really provide mm, there um, yeah. so yeah I mean when I started out as badge bitches it was literally just just speaking to people like hey how are you and then you could see it on people's face like wait what's happening here? <laughs> this doesn't usually happen <laughs> oh this is a joy we, we've, we've got the lovely Dan here with us how are you doing yes, I'm Great. How are you? I'm amazing. You look you incredible. Look you both look incredible. Look and I, I feel like this is what I was expecting, considering <laughs> nice. you know everything that you're doing. With you, yeah. <laughs> um, so, Dan, do you want to tell me? I know we're just throwing you right in here. Um, do, do you want to tell me a little bit about how you got involved? Have you been there from the beginning, or did you no. join a little bit later, like Aiden? Yeah, I joined once it was already rolling. Um, came on board last year, early spring, when things were just sort of growing really quickly, really fast. 
Um, and yeah, I was just invited. A bunch of us were invited to come support in any way that we could or wanted to. And I love running door. I love telling people no. <laughs> and I love like being the face of the party. Like, yeah, I set the. I feel like I set the tone at the entrance, you know. And so as people are coming in, just making sure like they know the vibe, they know the rules, respect the space, but also like you look bomb, have a good time, you know. So I've I've been doing door, and then I've passed the baton to Aiden because I left for a little bit and. Yeah, now it's just evolving and getting more creative. So we'll mm. see what happens. Yeah, it's, it's so great to hear. Um, I guess what I would be really interested in hearing from the both of you is I feel like whenever I have a conversation about, you know, these spaces and how important they are, I feel like it goes over a lot of people's heads. I feel like a lot of people don't understand why these spaces are so important. You have a lot of people say, you know, oh, we have like LGBT plus spaces. Everything's fine. Everyone's included. These spaces are for everyone. But. I don't feel like they are, and I don't yeah. feel like they are inclusive enough. So it'd be great to hear from you guys, I guess, you know, what was it like before you felt like you had a space where you could go to and be yourself and, and be proud of who you are? I always say that um, it's like you're walking around holding your breath, mm. and it was only until I went to Pussy Palace that I, I could actually like, oh, this is what breathing feels like. Yeah. But I wasn't um, arming and ahhing about what I was dressed, how I was presenting, and like what ramifications that would have for me, um, the way people would interact with me or treat me or possibly harass me. Um, and then also to just look around and see reflections of yourself. I think mm -hmm. PP nights are like a great opportunity for people to really learn about the community, but learn about themselves through um, seeing people that uh, reflect them. Mm. Yeah. I totally agree. Thank you. Um, and for me, when I came to the UK, I really was just interested in people that looked like me and party, partying with people that looked like me. And every time I looked for queer events, because in the States, it's a bit more progressive in that sense of like yeah. the queer community. Um, they've been expressing themselves for a bit longer, it seems like, together. Um, so when I got here, it just felt really dry, Yeah, felt really stale, mm. and it felt like I just didn't have a place to be visible and mm. feel comfortable partying with the music that I wanted to, um, expressing myself however I wanted to on the night, and like then having that reflected back to me. That's important to me. That makes me feel like synced up, you know, yeah. and, and comfortable in a city or a place. So... Yeah, the evolution of, of Pussy Palace has really created that, like, oh, there's community. Mm -hmm. Yes, this is my community. I'm writing for my community. I want to provide and do more, you know, and party, you know? Yeah, it's, it, it's a really special thing. And uh, I think it's interesting what you were saying there about, you know, over in the States and how I think... It, I feel like the queer community over there does feel very different. And I don't know why that difference is. Do you have any insights or even I've inklings? I've been thinking about this um, because it's not like people haven't been gay or lesbian or yeah. queer. But it seems like I feel like the British culture is a bit more reserved. Mm -hmm. So it has taken a lot longer for the queer, like, just vibrancy of the queer community to become expressed because maybe of not seeing 
themselves in the lesbian and gay communities, you know, whereas I think that we've been vocal, a bit more vocal and a bit more expressive in the States and yeah. a bit more exploratory together. Um, and it's not all over the States, don't get me wrong, because like major cities is actually what I'm focusing on, because sure. Midwest and the South, it's still progressing a bit. Um, but yeah, in those bigger cities, you tend to just find like really radical groups of queer people and... I think it's because we just had to fight a bit more. Yeah. Whereas here, I don't know, would you agree? I think the UK in general um, is a bit repressed. Yeah. I think that like trickles down to all parts of our society. I always think of like America and uh, and Britain as like the, the, uh, the parent who's like really reserved and then the slightly unhinged child is, is America. Mm-hmm. I think that works as a good analogy. Um, and so I think everything in the US is kind of more of an extreme than it is in the UK. Like, if they're going to party, they're going to party like that, where we're like, we'll yes. a little bit quieter, a little bit smaller. We won't rock the boat as much. Um, so I think that is probably why it's been a slower uptake in, in the UK, but we're getting there. You guys um, are here yeah. to rock the boat now. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's exactly. What, exactly what it's you're rocked. doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's already rocked. It's, it's, it's already, already done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I know you guys have got some exciting events coming up. Uh, do you want to tell me a little bit about those? Yeah, so this Sunday we have a collaboration with a new tattoo studio called Licorice 404 um, over in Canning Town and which can throw like a launch party for them. Oh, sick. Um, so they are a group of queer women who want to kind of create a safer space for the LGBTQIA plus community to come and get their ink. Um, and they specialize in darker skin tones because, I mean, as a person with darker skin who has tattoos, it is sometimes a mission to find someone that you know is going to be able to tattoo your skin. Yeah. Um, you know that their work is going to be good and it's not going to fuck up your skin basically mm-hmm. um, so that's something that they're really prioritising um, and want to become like a, a home for the community to come and, and get their stuff done that's that's so amazing amazing to hear and I feel like you know body modification as a whole whether it's you know piercings or tattoos or whatever is something that again like one of my best friends in the world my housemate is heavily pierced and really heavily modified and he often feels like rejected from the lgbt plus community because of that again because it's if you don't fit this cis white gay man mold where you look like a pretty twink or a big daddy or whatever it is Mm -hmm. then then you're not as accepted as much so i think a collaboration like that is um it's not something i would have thought of but i think it's it's really really important to you know make people feel included that was just where i went to get my last tattoos yeah i was searching for someone i found niche who's my tattooist um, and then just through the sessions, we were like, this fits. Like, I see a, a, a symbiosis of, of, like, our ethos. And so, yeah, that's what we're going to do this Sunday. That's our next event. Amazing. And I know you've got another one coming up after that as well. Our monthly club night. Yes. Which is on the 28th. <laughs> I, think I, I think I have it in front of <laughs> me next here. Saturday. Is that the 28th? The 22nd. 22nd. No, wow. no, that's no. the no, that's the tattoos, that's the 28th. 28th. Yeah, yeah, it is indeed. Um, so yeah. <laughs> Do you want to talk about that? New venue. We'll mm. be moving from the garage to Colors in Hoxton. Oh, exciting. Um, we'll have a bunch of different rooms. We'll have a sanctuary area. We'll have food by Queer Masala. Um, and yeah, our lineup, resident DJs. And I think we have uh, Chippy Nonstop from Canada coming mm-hmm. through. And... 
Uh, I just saw the poster as well. Me too, I see your face. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, we'll have our PP resident leaders. We'll have Nadine, we'll yes. have Aaron, we'll have Dan, who's sitting right here. Um, and we'll have Matta. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, Chippy and a whole host of other awesome yeah. cutie pop DJs. Amazing. Well, speaking of Aaron, we started mm-hmm. the show with some of their music. Um, and I know they worked with you guys to create our entire playlist this mm-hmm. week. Um, here on the show, every single week, we play ex- music exclu- exclusively from LGBT plus artists. And it's great to hand over the reins to you guys to choose the music. So um, let's have a little bit of music now. So this is uh, one of my favorites. This is Frank Ocean, yeah. Lost. So we were talking there a little bit about, you know, all the amazing work you're doing, but all the fun you guys are doing at Pussy Palace as well. Um, But I know you also do some kind of like social good, charitable type things. So do you want to tell me a little bit about that as well? Show love. Show love. So we had a fundraiser last year. Or sorry, beginning of of this this year. year, And we're intending to do it yearly, hopefully, Mm. um, where we raised money for two of our community members who were going through top surgery. Amazing. So we want to be able to prioritize the needs of our community if we can, gather, party, and raise money. Mm -hmm. That's lovely. I like that it it helps, you know, specific individuals as well, because I feel like, you know, although, you know, giving money to charity or whatever is an amazing thing to do and really, really important, I think sometimes it's really refreshing and lovely when you can say, you know, these specific people in our community need our support and kind of come together and gather around and, 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 and give something back. Yeah, it's a different level of fulfilling feeling yeah mm-hmm. absolutely so the tangibleness of like you yeah. know where it's going and who it's helping yeah, yeah exactly so i mean props to you guys for yeah. doing that it's we amazing did it in work. collaboration with babes we, and yeah. so we're looking to yearly collaborate with them on yeah. it. amazing yeah. well i hope it goes well thank you yeah. um I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna lower the tone now quite significantly <laughs> 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 it was bound to happen somewhere in the show um we have a game for you guys today uh, this this is a brand new game that we've come up just just for you um, so this game is called Prowling Pussies. Um, so, wow. uh, <laughs> well, yeah, basically that's exactly it. Um, in front of me, I have six sound bites, um, and some of these are cats fighting, mm-hmm. and some of these are cats having sex. Mm. And we are going to work together to try Love and it. figure out which are which. Love you know, it. only highbrow content here at Fubar Radio. Uh, <laughs> if it was foxes, I could totally I'm confident <laughs> with this. But, okay. Foxes are terrifying when they have they sex. They are. But they would fu- like fuck outside of my window. So <laughs> I know exactly how they sound. But let's see. Maybe there's some similarities. Uh, yeah. Um, so let, I don't know the answers either. So we're a team on this. Okay. Um, so yeah, let's, let's dive right in and have our first mm-hmm. sound bite. like someone's be eating popcorn. I was wow. watching yeah. that. <laughs> fighting or fucking, I can't... Mm. I mean, I don't know what... This sounded like a horror movie or something. There was music in the back. I know, what, I know. Where has this been taken I'm gonna from? I'm going to say fucking because they didn't sound in distress. Mm. There was like a rhythm to their <laughs> <laughs> meowing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, I kind of wow. see your logic. Um... <laughs> I thought, can I hear it again? Yeah, you absolutely right. can. You refresh the mind. Let's go again. <laughs> so, a now you said fucking, like I can't hear anything but. 
I can't hear anything else. It kind of feels like they start to speed up a little, almost mm-hmm. like they start to get in the vibe mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Took a little break. Was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know? I, I think you might be right there, you know. I think it might be yeah? fucking. Yeah. Wait, do you not have the answers? No, the producers have the answers. I do not have them in front of me. It's a blank okay. screen. I promise I'm, I'm so, not cheating. Will we ever know? We will know. They'll, right. they'll tell us. But uh, do you agree? I'm saying fucking. Yeah, we are mm-hmm. saying that this is cats having sex. They are not fighting. Uh, and that is our final answer. They are fighting. Wow. <laughs> well, you know. You put your hands fighting. up to celebrate, didn't I you? did, I did. Because <laughs> you kind of said it like they are <laughs> fighting. <laughs> wow. It's a hard game. Hmm. It's a hard game. Okay. Should we move on to our next one? Okay, here we go. Oh, yeah. I noticed. In heat. In heat. That's fucking. fucking. Really? See, I hear fighting. This is what I think of as fighting with cats, like my three cats. Yeah, because they like hiss, but you're thinking a cat in heat. Mm, Real passion. Interesting. Should we have it again? Go on. Okay. Ooh, that screech at the end is like nails on a chalkboard. Maybe, though. Because that's th- kind of what foxes sound like. Uh-huh. Hmm. Aiden, you seem you seem quite confident. I'm, I'm saying fuck it. Yeah, I uh, mean, but I said that last time and I was wrong. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I think I've, I'm, I'm leaning towards your side on this. Can I'm, you be swayed? I'm, gonna, I'm going to stay with the fighting. All right, we're going to have to split the room here. Yep. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Okay, so myself and Aiden are, are going to say... Fucking, okay. but you're saying fighting. Mm-hmm. Let's see what the answer is. It is coming any second now, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is sex. Wow, <laughs> they beating. They beat <laughs> I feel like maybe we should turn this into a competition between <laughs> the two of you, and I'll play like <laughs> referee over here. All right, I, let, I would not want to fuck that pussy. No, me all. neither. Me <laughs> neither. All. <laughs> all right, let's go next one. Oh, it just none of these clips sound pleasant. I'm never going to look at a cat the same. I no, know. no. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm just gonna lean in with you because that one sounded like the last one. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I feel like the, the the previous one there was a lot of like heat and passion there. There was a lot of like beginning. grit to it. Mm. Whereas this one, yeah, there's a bit of tension there, but it doesn't have that raw kind mm. of. So I feel like I'm leaning more towards fighting for that reason, based I'm, on the last okay. one. Mm. Okay. You know, it doesn't have that raw. Okay. Let's get into it. I may join you on that. I think fighting, and also I'm that person who in games just says, "Cause the last one was something, this next one." Comes. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. like I like to do the like, like, psychological. Like, yeah. Got your whole game theory yeah. going on. <laughs> I like it. So, are we saying fighting? Are we I'm all in agreement? Train. Boxed up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we are saying that this is indeed two cats fighting. Wow. It's sex. Okay. I'm afraid it's sex. Dang, I should have worked. Maybe we should just listen to you. We should listen to you, Emil. All right, let's go. Next one. Next one. (laughs) Jeez. 
feel like what I'm learning from this game is that cats sound the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> whether they're fighting <laughs> or having sex. Totally. I just, I, I don't know what I was expecting. I thought maybe I was expecting to hear like a bit of purring, like a bit of joy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, not, joy, I'm yeah. not getting any joy, any joy from any uh, of this. No. But it's, it's, I think it's cats that have barbed penises. Is this I true? It was the foxes that did. Oh, really? Hmm. I don't know. Sure? I have a lot of facts Check that aren't true. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they're both, yeah, yeah. Because they're both not sounding Like pleased. they're having yeah. a good time. I wonder if they are. Like, do they enjoy sex? Maybe they just can't mm. vocalize it. You know, we ha- as humans, we have quite, you know, complex vocal cords where we can make all kinds of noises. True. Like, think about, like, chimps when they have sex. They kind of just scream at each other as well. Hmm. Mm. I mean, yeah, but... Cats have that ability to purr. Yeah, they could get insensual yeah. with it. It's like, I like you, you see me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there is a bit of purring in the, in the flirtation stage, mm. but once we're in at the once deep end, we're, yeah, we're, we're so it. humanizing these animals. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go with fighting on this one. I'm going to go with fighting. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we are saying. Oh wait, I've got I've got a bit of information mm-hmm. just coming through. Um, the male cat often bites the female oh. during sex, which is why they scream. Classic males, just mm, very yes. much so. <laughs> I was watching um, a Twitter video, and I think exactly that happened. What the cat? Yeah, the biting the one on top was biting. Mm. Wow. I guess just to get a better grip, like Bastards. they haven't got hands to hold on with. I'm not forgiving the behavior. <laughs> Just, I think we like scratching more, you know, as as foreplay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So for this one, we are saying fighting. That is our final answer. It is fighting. Yeah, we finally got one right. Well done, team. All right, we've got two more. I don't even want to play these. These are horrible <laughs> to listen to. All right, next one. I really don't like listening to them. It started out so like soft and gentle, and then and just then quickly. It just but took. that's kind of like how the first one was, mm. and you got it right with sex. Did I? So, because oh, yeah. it was like a build-up in mm-hmm. the first one. The only yeah. thing is, it feels like I'm hearing them like swat at each other. I thought also. it was fighting, kind of yeah. same vibe. Um, I don't actually like know like what position two cats would take for sex. True. You know, like do they like clamber all over each other? Is there like a bit of fighting for who gets to be on top. I don't know where the cooch is either. I I know where the butt is, but where do do babies come from? (laughs) 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 Is it the same hole? (laughs) Couldn't tell you, babes. You were watching the video. (laughs) It wasn't the birth. It was just the getting to and just he was on top and they were going. That was it. Mm -hmm. So maybe it is the booty hole. Maybe. I just feel I like mean, we we know very little about cats and anatomy. I know. And, and, and <laughs> well, that move that would expri- explain the sounds. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. <laughs> 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 oh, like lions. Okay. The male cat mounts the female from behind, like lions. Ah, okay. okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> so, what do we think for this last one? Can we redeem ourselves by getting this one right? I think fighting. Should we do it one more time? Yeah. Mm. Oh, you want to yeah. hear it again? Yeah. Okay. The slapping. There is a slapping. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that has they to be slap. like bam, bam, bam. Mm-hmm. 
Fighting? Are we say, oh, you want to go the other way, don't I you? I do, because of the build-up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to split the room. Oh, again? Sex. Okay. Sex. okay. Right, yeah. you know what? Whoever g- wins this point is, is winning the entire game. Yeah. So I'm putting okay. you against each other. Okay. Um, so, Dan, you're saying sex. I'm saying fighting. Okay. And the answer is... It is sex! Yeah. 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 You know your Congrats. cats. Congrats. I know my pussy. Yeah. Aiden, I feel like you really carried us through that game, so I've really taken that victory away from you. I, I apologize. Okay. I'm okay. sharing it with you. Thank you. Win-win. <laughs> um, I also feel like I need to um, apologize as well for reducing your incredible club night to, to this... <laughs> To this game, mm. right we're multifaceted. Here. We, exactly. We um, are exactly. in the highbrow, the lowbrow, everywhere in between. We are for everyone. everything and everyone. Yeah. Well, you know, you know what? I'm going to make it up to you now. I'm going to I'm going to play a little bit of more of your lovely resident Aaron's mm. music. So this is a little bit of to myself. A little bit later on on the show, we are going to be reacting to our lovely listeners' sex confessions. So if you are listening and you would like to send in your confessions, you can do that by emailing Callum at foobarradio.com. And that is completely anonymous, so we won't read out your name on air. But before we jump into that, guys, I want to talk a little bit more about Pussy Palace and some of the work that you guys have been doing. Mm. So let's talk about Lovebox. Mm. Um, for a start, one of my favorite places ever it's one of the best festivals, festivals. It yeah it is such a good time um but i understand that you um did an event there this year was it the first time so no this is the second year second we year. were at lovebox um and so we have the sanctuary um which is kind of like a a more chill environment for people to come and um and commune in uh for queer women trans and non-binary people um, kind of like a lot of soft furnishings. We used to just sit, uh, we used to just sit and like rec- uh, recoup because um, we know it's like a quite intense environment. Yeah, yeah, and also, sure. I mean, I'm not sure what the stat is now, but I know a couple of years ago it was like as soon as you step on uh, premises at a festival, you're like 50 times more likely to be a victim of assault or harassment. Really? Um, Gosh, that's terrifying. I think it's like the mix of drugs and alcohol. Uh, yeah, and people yeah, just yeah really don't know how to behave so and people um, not being able to ex- uh, extend their boundaries mm-hmm. also. yes yeah so yeah so that's what we, we run that for the second year and we had like a bunch of brilliant workshops with uh shadow sisters we did a self-defense workshop oh, um amazing. we also did one on self-love which one did you do um self-love you did the self-love one it was consent. brilliant mm. oh yeah. amazing tell me tell me more about self-love and, and um, consent my two favorite things <laughs> <laughs> self-love Self-love, I love talking about it because I'm practicing it and, and searching for it for myself yeah. daily. So it's nice to just be able to give my experience of that, um, give tools to people, like little tools, daily things that you can do to remind yourself, put yourself first, um, and also help you in creating boundaries for yourself when you're out in the world. Yeah, um, Little things, like some things I shared this year was just some new practices of taking time to be with myself, being okay with being with myself, learning how to like pamper myself, what that looks like, what do I need? Because it fluctuates, you know, depending on how the moon is and (laughs) how you're responding to it. Mm. Like things just be fucking up. And, you know, sometimes the tools that you used to use expire. Um, And so this year I just... Yeah, it was a nice exploratory conversation, um, and we do it with other 
team members so they're able to also share their experiences and we had a Same nice turnout, really, really nice yeah. turnout. Really, and you wouldn't really. think that in the middle of a festival necessarily people w- would want to turn down in that kind of way. But, you know, I, I, it makes sense to me. Like, I think that that's so needed. And I think it goes back to what you were saying earlier, Aiden, about, you know, that need for, particularly within queer spaces, you know, for it not to all revolve around, you know, alcohol and, and like partying, intense yeah. partying all yeah. the time. You know, something like that. Yeah. Is, is lovely and, 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 and so, so needed. And I'm, and I'm glad the response was good as well yes. because you need it to be to continue doing these things. Yes. That was the really heartwarming thing because you have people who knew nothing about Pussy Palace who yeah. were just going to Love Box to see Solange and whoever else was on the bill yeah. and they just stumbled upon our tent and were like, we'll just, you know, meander in and then sat there for a, a workshop and was like, wow, this was, this nourished my soul in ways that I didn't know I needed. Yeah. Um, and then they could go off and like enjoy the rest of the festival the way they wanted to. That's so lovely even just i feel relaxed just listening to you guys talking about it i feel super safe i feel like i'm in good company super intentional. Yeah. um one thing i understand that you guys have is a which i don't know a lot about but i'm really mm-hmm. intrigued to know more about is you have a big board of rules a big board of rules tell me about um, the board, board of rules so our policy um those are kind of like what is the backbone of Pussy Palace. Yeah. And so they orientate all of our, our club nights and everything that we do. Whenever we go to hold space, we kind of like work from them as a base. Um, and it kind of, it tells people what we're about and what we do for them and like what we expect in return. Yeah. Um, so it will list that like the accessibility um, criteria that we, we run by for our venues, um, the boundaries we'd like people to establish and respect on the night out. So a big thing of ours is consent is key. Um, and so on the on the nights we kind of like encourage people to respect that I mean not encourage that is a mandatory yeah. thing you need to respect yeah. people's boundaries um, and we also have badge bitches that mm-hmm. circulate the party yeah. um, they wear these silver um, badges and if you have a problem with someone if you've like exercised your boundaries and someone's not respecting that or if they just see any behavior that isn't um isn't in line with our policy then um we have no issue removing people from the party mm-hmm. because our intention is creating safer spaces we can't guarantee yeah. that it's going to be safe because we cannot control everything mm-hmm. um but our intention is definitely to let you know that this is um we're doing the best that we can to make sure you feel secure I understand you have like a setup as well for like new people to make sure that they feel yeah. included and yeah. involved. It's so so um, the buddy system that started uh, only like a few months ago, like maybe the end of last year. Yeah. Um, so if you are coming by yourself or you just you want to meet new people, new uh, queer people of color, um, you can message in on our Insta um, or any of our socials before the party. Um, and we'll add you to a group chat, which is a mixture of other buddies, other people coming by themselves, and um, some badge bitches. Um, just And you can talk to before the event, um, just so you kind of know who people are. And I feel like often that just kind of like lowers the anxiety. Because hmm. when you're going a new place, especially by yourself, um, and maybe your history of going out and clubbing is not great, you kind of just want something to reassure you that it's going to be fine. Yeah, absolutely. And so just having the ability to connect with people before you go and then having people there to meet you, um, it works wonders. And I've seen like people be really kind of anxious when they get there. And then 20 minutes later, they're having the time of their yeah. lives oh, and they just lovely. needed that reassurance. Yeah. So we have the body system for and that. And I love that like a lot of our ideas stem from 
just like our community speaking to us mm-hmm. and us caring enough that we want to implement things we can't solve every problem but we can do the best that we can to address what we can yeah you know and that's where the buddy system was actually like birth from because we had community members that were shyer and just needed some support in getting in the space and now we have this whole thing mm. love it i mean just talking to you now it, it's it's really evident and you can tell it feels like you've really honed on on some of the problems that come up time and time again and really gone out of your way to say you know how how can we address these things and how can we make things better and if anything i would love to see you know more spaces more venues you know even like pride events and things like taking note out of your book and 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 maybe trying to do things a little bit better because you know you know if i walked into a club for instance and i could see you know these are the rules we do not accept this we do not Mm. accept this you know everybody is welcome you know or like a buddy system that kind Mm. of thing i think it would just make the you know the entire scene just a little bit more friendly so i think you know the work you're doing is is really incredible and i'm sure you know when you're there living your best life you may be oh we're we're just having fun but it isn't it's it's so much more than that and i think you you should be you should be proud of of what you've accomplished thank you um i mean i think the ideal is that all venues all nights do this it's not like sorry um this is what pussy palace does but we would love other people to replicate their own version of it have say again Cool. Yes, <laughs> we can definitely can consult, consult with you on that. Um, but you know, have your own policies and have your systems in place to make sure people are safe because yeah. so many clubs are inviting people, taking that twenty pounds from them, and knowing that people are entering into like a really toxic, uh, dangerous environment and do nothing about it, yeah. and they just bank the money and like, well, fend for yourself. It's you can put parameters in place to make it a bit safer to to ensure that people are okay. Um, yeah. I've I've seen it time and time again. So I've I've been into so many like gay venues, for instance, where I've seen like sexual harassment taking place. I've seen violence taking place. I've seen racism, misogyny, all of these things taking place. Sometimes it's happening right under the bouncers or the mm-hmm. security guards' noses. Or in some horrendous occasions, I've seen the bouncers and the security guards engaging in it themselves. Um, and I it, it it really really bothers me. Um, and I would love to see you know. Us all go n- almost like not stand for it anymore mm-hmm. and say, you know, we, we, we demand better. Um, but I think there is an ongoing problem with that. So although I love what you guys are doing, do you think there's any way we could, you know, take that wider and, and, and force people to, I guess, change their behaviors? I think like... I know that's a big to, question. No, <laughs> I mean, yes, it is. There is a way like people could just care enough, you know, and not just prioritizing turning up and having fun. Um, and making sure the bar spend is there, mm. but also making sure that the people there like feel good about the experience. What does that look like? Um, and I just I think that our team, like maybe it's it's a team thing. Um, maybe it's because it's a collective experience where we're all sharing like what we've experienced, what we've been through, and how we don't want these things to happen again. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a lot of intention in everything that we do. Yeah. And we talk things out, talk things out, we disagree. <laughs> we, like it, But the end result is then this sort of harmonious experience when you get there, you know. And like I said, like, we can't protect everyone, but there is a feeling when you enter the space that, like, okay, this going to be cool it's mm-hmm. going to yeah. be good you know 
Do you think it's because you guys are a collective? So there's so many different voices and lots of people discussing and working together, whereas, you know, a bar in the middle of Soho might just be run by one person who makes all the decisions. That's, that's exactly what it is. I think that um, because we all literally come from different walks of life, I'm from the States, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm also older than mostly everyone in the, cl- the clique, so I'm, like, I'm pulling from... 80s experiences and you know like everyone has just a lot to contribute which makes it um like it's like a good meal you know like when you have lots of ingredients it it brings the flavor up and when it's just like a guy more concerned with and i'm saying a guy because mostly the bars are owned by white men um a guy in the middle of Soho is not necessarily concerned with like everyday experiences of people. And we know that like it starts with us and Mm -hmm. like what we can do has a ripple effect. And so might as well make the biggest ripple Mm. that you can so that, yeah, people do look to us and be like, you know what, let's have a policy. Even just starting there, you know, even just starting with with not gendering your bathrooms, you know, like having a meeting with your security team, letting them know that there's a spectrum of people that are coming through these doors. Chill. Yeah, 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 (laughs) absolutely. You know, like there are little things that really could be implemented. It just takes the effort and care. Absolutely. And I think being a collective, we do the thing of like holding each other to account. Um, and when we suggest ideas that come from our own personal experience, it kind of it forces everyone to do the learning that is necessary and understand other people and how the way that they've navigated through life is different and then set about intentionally yeah. finding a way to resolve that yeah. in, our, in our club nights and in our workshops and in everything that we do. And, and, and what's the hope for the future? I'm assuming it's to grow and continue to grow and... Continue yeah. to be an amazing thing. More yeah. workshops would be <laughs> great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like not even just like for our community, but for, you know, business owners, for corporations, like really teaching people what we know about creating a safer space. Um, that's something that I'm really, really excited about. And also just like having different kind of events outside of club nights, mm. you know, like this tattoo party is really, really exciting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just I think that we're in a groove now where we get we we feel a bit more relaxed and we're able to like sort of pay attention to what else is needed. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so, yeah. yeah, like our feet are firmly placed on the ground with the with the club night and yeah. that's going. Um, and so then, yeah, it's just setting about finding different things to do that kind of speak to us as uh, and our brand um and setting about it i think workshops are something that we all really want to do um and kind of uh, be a place to facilitate conversations that i think the community are so um wanting and need to have so, yeah that's us. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Amazing. And more radio. And more radio. Yes. <laughs> and more radio. Yeah. Get PP back on radio. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we'll have you back anytime. Um, let's have a little bit more music now. Let's do a little bit of love language. Are you guys ready for some sex confessions? We are indeed. <laughs> I can see you're already getting excited about them. I'm, I'm triggered by one of them. <laughs> you're, like, you're like naughty children. Um, we can skip any that you want to, oh, by the way. Um, wh- how are your reading voices? Would you guys like to read some of these? Because I'm just saying I think your voices are very lovely and soothing. <laughs> and I would love you to read some of these out. Well, but it's yes. <laughs> <I can do. laughs> um, 
Aidan, would you like to start us off? Sure. Uh, what is the best way for a shy guy to approach a guy, girl, or maybe a gentleman conforming beauty um, in good. a bar or public space? Hmm. Do we answer these? Yeah, we're, we're okay. all doing them. Yeah, okay. like because <laughs> I think complimenting, like just finding something about what they're wearing. Because yes. I feel like when you're shy, you're nervous about you. Yeah. Right. And what you're going to say. Da, da, da. But if you focus the attention on that person, then it does help break the ice. So it's just like, oh, your shoes are really nice mm. and make it like genuine or yeah. this color looks amazing on you or something, you know. I love that. And that's actually um, a trick I use, but not for just like talking to people I may be like potentially interested in. But whenever I like meet somebody new, I try and find something about them mm. that I like. And I find because sometimes I'm just like, oh, I don't know what to say. I feel a bit awkward mm -hmm. and just, you know, looking for something. And there's always something you can compliment. Yeah, You're yeah, never going to yeah. meet somebody and there's nothing that you can say yeah. to compliment them on. So just finding that one thing and it might yeah. be just, you know. Oh, I love your bracelet. Where's it from? Oh, I got it when I was visiting this country. Tell exactly. me more about that. Whole conversation there. Yeah, yeah. So and that's amazing advice. It's also a gauge if they are very blunt. Then it's like okay. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> I, I have this thing where um, I often I, I I had this old colleague um, and she said that on her way to work one day somebody stopped her and just said that they loved her dress and she said it was the first time in her life it had ever happened and that mm. broke my heart but mm. she also said like it made her day and it made her whole week that somebody had done that yeah so now whenever i see somebody out and about and i really love something mm. about them i want to tell them but i'm always afraid especially when talking to women that they may perceive me as a threat or a predator and i never mm. know quite how to gauge that do you know what i mean i have that sometimes as well yeah i'm yeah. like i would love to give you the compliment about this fucking sickening dress that you're wearing but maybe I don't know how that would be received yeah, yeah. it's like I want to go up to them hi I'm gay and I want to talk about you <laughs> but you can't do that because I think you're crazy yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I think it's um, go with your gut on that yeah, yeah. yeah. gauge the yeah. situation and yeah. absolutely um, Dan would you like to read one next sure I love wearing a crop top but the intention I get sometimes is just too much overpowering overpowering sometimes i know that sounds weird for a young gay man but it's true ladies i now feel your pain well it's a bold claim there at the end <laughs> <laughs> not sure about that um i mean i love to wear a crop aiden you're wearing a crop today um do you have anything to add here um so this triggered me because i'm like most of the time when i'm wearing some when i'm wearing a crop i like it takes me like a good five minutes to decide whether I'm actually going to leave the house in it. Because mm. I've just, that, that's the thing that really gets me like the intention, the attention that I receive. Like, I'd rather if people didn't just stare at me on the tube. Yeah. And like, you know, when you stare, that, stare at them back and they don't break eye contact, I'm like, mm. oh, so we're just going to, oh, so we're just staring <laughs> at each other. <laughs> this is what we're doing. Yeah. Well. Um, but how do I overcome? Um, I think fundamentally, I go, well, I look good and I feel like that's the most important thing for me here. And it's kind of that thing of you do it once and you realize that the world doesn't end. Yeah. So maybe people will just stare at me and they're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. They're welcome and my day will continue. Do you find it gets ease? Because I, li I, li I like to wear crop tops mm -hmm. a lot and I, and I feel like really nervous sometimes about leaving the house in them. But I, the more I've done it, the mm -hmm. more confident I've become. Yeah. Do you feel that too? Most definitely. The more you do it, the more confident you get. Because I think it's that fear of, of the worst outcome happening. Yeah. And the more you do it and hopefully realize that that worst outcome doesn't actually happen. Yeah. I think it just encourages you to be like, okay, well, 
eventually like I won't give a shit absolutely um, we, we, we're coming right up to the end of the show now we didn't get to any of the juicy sex oh, no. but I'm actually <laughs> glad because those two topics you guys handled them so well and that's actually oh. some really really lovely advice so thank you, thank you so much um, Pussy Palace if people want to get involved if they want to come along to events if they, can they like volunteer is that a thing they could be they, a badge bitch. Could be yeah, a badge they could bitch. get yeah. a ba- badge. They could be a badge bitch. Yeah, yeah, how, yeah. Do, how do people get involved? How do people come along? So find us on socials. On Instagram, that's Pussy Palace, spelled P-X-S-S-Y-P-A-L-A-C-E. Look at dyslexia. Fuck dyslexia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bitch, we're on um, But yeah, um, so on all socials, Facebook, uh, Twitter, um, and we always post about what events we're having um, uh, when our next party is. It usually falls on the last weekend of the month. Amazing. Um, so yeah, come along to those. Yeah. Um, Periodically, we, we have um, badge bitch training. We do, yeah. If you do want to sign up and volunteer, um, maybe every six months. Every six months, oh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and we have e- all of our parties have themes. No one's required to dress to them. Half the time, Absolutely I don't not. either. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just kind of like a fun thing to kind of break the ice. The um, next theme is Pussy Planet. Oh. Amazing. Well, your next event is on the 22nd of September. That is your tattoo and piercing launch party. Mm-hmm. And then yes. you have your, at your new venue, over mm-hmm. Colors in Hoxton. That's on the 28th. Everybody should follow you. Everyone yes, should get involved. Yes. Yes. Um, and you guys have been amazing. Thanks Thank so much you for having us. On the show. Of course. I'm going to play so you out fun. with a little bit of Amanike. Correct. Hey. You've been listening to a FUBAR Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com.